It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Your host, Evan Golden, a.k.a. Golden TV, as always here at the studios at the Berman Law Group. Excited to bring you this special episode. All my episodes are, of course, special. But this one is a woman that just caught my eyes and ears and just fascinated me. I saw her on America's Got Talent, the TV show, the game show, the reality show, whatever you want to call it, the competition show. And I was just enamored by her, her story, her personality, and her wit and her comedic timing. So... All our viewers that are listening, you have the privilege of listening and getting to know Julia Scott. Our viewers that are watching and joining us on the video portion, here she is in studio, Julia Scott from the hit show America's Got Talent, America's Funniest Woman of a Certain Age. What's your title? No, I'm just, no, well, Funny Women of a Certain Age is a show we, uh, we're in. I'm, I'm of a certain age, and I hope that, that I'm funny, but the two don't necessarily go together. This is a fantastic it's it's like a golden palace you like this right you feel like the energy and the aura in here i feel like i'm getting wealthier just sitting here absorbing all this gold i have lots of gold we have lots of gold surprises so we're gonna we're gonna hopefully provide you with lots of fortune in your future from this episode i sure hope show. so oh god yeah thank you if you could do that that'd be terrific yeah that's my goal of this episode to make me f rich and famous what? you already are I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, no i'm not i i no i'm not no. Julia Scott. So uh, uh, let me tell you a story about that. Go ahead. I was out walking one day, right, with my development. Where this old lady comes out. She comes out of the house. She goes, "Excuse me, are you that that comedian?" So I said, "Yes." She goes, "Are you f you're famous?" I go, "Really?" I said, "What's my name?" And she just went, "Ah." <laughs> I go, "Apparently, I have to work a little harder at it, you know." <laughs> hey, at least they're recognizing you, though, That's right? That's true. At least they recognize you. So you decided to go on the television show America's Got Talent and share your comedy, your wits with America. What made you want to go on the show? Well, I hadn't given it any consideration. They they have talent scouts that scour the internet looking for uh, potential acts. So they, I guess they found my website, uh, juliescotty.com, and they reached out to my manager at the time and asked if I wanted to uh, audition for it. And I, you know, I didn't want to. Go stand online with ten thousand people, you know. And, uh, so they they said no, no. They arranged what's called a, an appointment audition, where I just, you know, it's set aside just for me. So I, you know, I I bypassed that morning. All these people, you know, they're juggling babies and setting themselves on fire, you know, getting ready. <laughs> and I just went by like the Queen of England, I'm like good morning, everyone, peasants. You know, I'm going to my audition now. So that's how it happened. That's nice. So they found you. They recruited you. Yeah, and I wasn't going to do it. I said to my manager, I said, I don't know. I, I'm not a big, you know, uh, reality show kind of person. She goes, are you insane? She goes, it's the opportunity of a lifetime. I go, all right, well, when you put it that way, I, I you know, I have no choice. So wait, that's what happened. That's how it got there. What was it like being on the show? Can you just describe it? Because that must be pretty exhilarating, maybe intimidating. I mean, you're talking a huge stage, lights, camera, action, cameras, celebrities judging you. Describe that experience. Well, the first show was in Pasadena, the, uh, and the, the theater held, I think, 2,000 people. I've, at the advantage I have over a lot of the acts was that I'm, I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm used to working theaters. So I try, you know, other than the fact that the four judges are sitting there, I just talked myself into saying, you know, well, it's just another show. 
and and I, I was able to stay calm like that. The only difference was I I came out as transgender on the show, which uh, uh, was kind of intimidating for me, and, and quite frankly, very scary. Did the people that casted you on the show, the producers, the casting directors, did they know you were transgender before the, when they found you? Yeah, I think that was part of the reason why they booked me. And that know, was that was quite a shock and surprise. The judges' jaws, like they yeah, couldn't believe it. Yeah, that they the producers knew, and and they left it up to me. I right up to the point where I said it on camera. They didn't they didn't know if I was going to do it. And if you know anything about comedians, we have like an executive board in our heads. You know that while you're watching the show. We're taking meetings and writing, little, you know, jokes. And so just as I got to that point where Howie asked me why I took a break, because uh, I took 10 years off from doing stand-up, um, I was making that decision as to whether or not, you know, I was going to say it. And when I did, uh, you know, I, I looked at the audience, and there was like that momentary, that was like a second of no reaction, and all of a sudden the room just erupted, and, and it was... It was overwhelming, you know. How'd that make you feel, the way the crowd reacted to that? Well, I, ended, I waited until after my set. I wanted my set to stand on its own. Mm. So um, the set went pretty well. And so I felt comfortable saying it at that point. Um, it was very, very, very touching, though. And the aftermath of that was I, I heard from uh, the straight people, trans people all around the world. Because uh, I didn't know that the show aired in England and aired, you know, uh, Australia and a bunch of other places. Mm -hmm. So it was, um, it was, it was kind of moving. Yeah. Let's let's go into that a little bit because I, I was so intrigued. Did did you always identify as a woman, or is it something that happened to you in midlife crisis? Tell, I'd love to hear the story. I I you know I grew up in an era where that kind of thing just didn't exist. There was no internet, so there was no. I mean, I knew about Christine Jorgensen and Renee Richards, and I always was fascinated by them. I didn't know what the issue was specifically. I knew something was not right with me all, you know, pretty much all my life. I thought I might have been gay, uh, but that just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't into, you know, into that. And it wasn't until I, I was about 50, really, that uh, a good friend of mine helped me find, you know, find the answer to it. So that's kind of, that, that's it in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, so that that's a, that's a pretty pretty you know big change in your life, obviously. You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talk about it in my act too, and you know, coming out the whole coming out process, and I, you know, I say I say in my act, I mean, I wish I could have just been gay. Gay would have been so much easier. You can do. I could have done gay standing on my head, you know, which, which would have made me very popular with the boys. But I, you know, it, when you're gay, you can stay in the closet. You don't have to come out. You, nobody ever has to know. When you're trans, everybody has to know. You know, you you show up at work in a dress and heels, and people are going to notice. You know, it's, it's like you know, is Bob look a little different to you today. You know, that kind of thing. So uh, it was a huge step in my life. You know, because you you know you have to face family, and I have children, and uh, it's it's tough. How'd the children react to it? Not good. You know, they were young at the time, and uh, there was a you know there was a period of years where we didn't. Uh, we weren't communicating. It was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. Do, do you do you use kind of comedy to kind of release some some of those challenges and kind of what you were dealing with? Is that kind of the release for you? It's always been a release, even prior to mm -hmm. you know going through this change when I when I first started in 1980. It was it's very therapeutic, even though most comics are like we like to say fucked up. 
um, you know, but it, you always work out your issues on stage. I think it's part of what makes us comics, you know, and not serial killers. We have a lot of co uh, comedians on our show, and 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 one thing that we continuously talk about is doing comedy in 2019, 2020 right now is is very hard. I think we're at an all time sensitivity oh. level right now, and 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 listen, when you're going to a comedy show, you, you should be expecting to be insulted and, and and know that you know let's be a little politically incorrect at the show but still i see videos of comedians getting stuff thrown at them and booed off stage and trying to fight them it, it seems very challenging for a comedian now because everyone is just so sensitive it's the last i think the last bastion of total free speech left in america mm. uh, comics have always been at the forefront of moving uh, trends and moving society you know and going back to lenny bruce days you know uh, just stretching those boundaries and seeing how far you can go. It's what we do, you know, and if you don't understand that coming into a comedy show, then don't show up. But, you know, there's there's, there's niche comedy, too. Uh, you know, there's Christian comics. There's They book shows for just clean comics. Uh, we, had one, we had an episode this last night where we could talk about anything, but we couldn't say the F-bomb, which... Which was so weird because you could talk about every disgusting other sexual act, but you couldn't say it. Uh, so you, yeah, you're walking a fine line these days. You know, but you know we manage. Listen, words are just air. I say that all the time. I, I you know, I it is, but you know, people, um, people like to get offended. I think. You know, they like to get huffy about, oh, you offended me. The, be the, the, the best word, I think, of 2019 is, is triggered. People love, yes. they get triggered over anything and yes. everything, right? Uh, and, you know, I fall prey to that, too, being transgender, because sometimes I'll hear some stuff and I just go, you know. Are you a big advocate now, though, for for a lot of other people that are transitioning? or considered? Yes. I'm sure that since you've kind of came out and shared your story that, People are leaning on you for maybe advice or inspiration. There are a number of trans comics out there now. Um, I, I was probably one of the earlier ones. But, yeah, because of AGT, I heard from, a, God, so many trans people, including one. I was just telling this story last night. Um, there was somebody, um, as you know, there's a, I don't know if you know this or not, but the suicide attempt rate in the trans community is like 41%. And so I heard from somebody... Uh, and they don't know where where he or she was, but they said they were going to kill themselves that night, and they happened to just happened to have AGT on, and they saw the show, and it gave them some hope to continue, you know, living and not not kill themselves. So that was kind of, you know, that's see that that's the stories I like. I, I figured some stuff like that happened. Yeah. So Kudos to you for for sharing that and being open. That you you're pretty you're pretty brave, pretty courageous. People say that I, I, you know what I, I've lived not coming out and not knowing what the problem was all these years was was the prison. Coming out is liberating, you know, and and just I don't give a shit what you think of me, you know. If you don't want to watch me, if you don't want to come to my shows, then don't. You know, I'm not forcing you. Just let me be me. That's all. And I think that's the message for everybody. You know, just leave people alone. If you don't agree with, leave them alone. You know, don't, but don't try to stop them, you know, unless they're hurting somebody. We are speaking with Julia Scotty, world-renowned comedian, transgender, appeared on America's Got Talent. 
really just kind of inspired and took over the world with her story and, and her wit and her and her comedy. And now she's being recognized by not only shows like us, but she has a show coming out on Showtime, a special, which I want to hear about. It's called Funny Women of a Certain Age. This is going to be appearing on Showtime. This is exciting stuff. What what a break. What a big gig for a well, comedian. There's a, yeah, there's a couple things going on. There's also a, a documentary in the works on my life, which should be out next year, too. There, uh, but the, the you know, Showtime thing is, uh, I, have, I have a friend, uh, Carol Montgomery, she's a great comic uh, from New York uh, City, and she, you know, she, like a number of us, you know, we were getting aged out in the comedy community, even though, you know, we were probably hitting our, our peak as comics. So she had this idea to put together these shows for older female comics, and it started at this little theater in New York called the Crane Theater. And she managed to parlay it into um, a Showtime special. And she did one back in January, and I was supposed to have been on that one, but I had uh, open heart surgery, so I had to pass on it. And then she and then she said, you know, if I do a second one, you're guaranteed to be on it. And and I was. We just taped it. Uh, when did we tape it? October sixth, and it will air uh, sometime uh, March 2020. That's exciting. Women's. Yeah, it's. It, and it was a great show. It really, really, we rocked the house, all of us. Uh, Caroline Ray was on it. Tammy Pescatelli was on it. Uh, Thea Vidali. It, it just was a great show. Uh, so, yeah, people should get Showtime and, and watch us. Yes, that's going to be exciting. So that's coming out in March. And you could go right to her website, juliascotty.com, and you could see all her upcoming um, tour dates if you want to see her live on a comedy show. And then... Funny Women of a Certain Age, and I also, I understand you have a CD that's out as well. Mm-hmm. It's called Hello Boys, I'm Back. Ooh, yes. Hello Boys, I'm Back. <laughs> yes. Tell me about the CD. Uh, well, I, I, I cut it right after AGT, and uh, we did it up in Seattle uh, for uh, Uproar Records, and it's it's done really, really well, and getting a lot of play on Sirius, uh, can I say Sirius accent? Was that me that dinged or you? No. Yeah, you're on the show. People are watching live. They're starting to write you now. It's oh. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and you can download it. It's on every uh, every platform. Uh, in fact, if you listen on Pandora, it's free, so you don't even have to buy it for crying out loud. And what's the topics on that? I, I it, um, God, what is? I talk a little about uh, getting older. I talk a little bit about being trans on. I talk a little bit about dating. Uh, it was kind of the the stuff I was doing uh when i when i was just starting to you know gain some traction as a comic after being idle for 10 years so it, it, it it's a good album it's funny we get a lot, i get people tell me all the time when you know they pop it in the in the car on the way to work and it makes them feel better um, we're working on the second album and that that should be out sometime next year too exciting but uh, f- yeah but um, and the woman of a certain age a uh, funny woman of a certain age is that on tour as well is that going to be a live comedy show as well there are yeah there are uh, shows being set up we're booked for I know that I'm on one next year for Texas we just we just signed a deal for that and Carol's great she's starting she wants this to be sort of a touring road company kind of show with different you know uh, different cities different casts uh, and she's going to do it because she's that kind of woman. You still writing a lot of new comedy? Oh, God, yeah. That's I can't. The one thing I can't stand is to get stale and do the same act. I mean, I know comics who have done the same act for 20 years, and I don't know how they can do that. It would make me insane. I'd rather have a 9-to-5 job. <laughs> I'm always looking to you know push the envelope a little bit, be more creative, um, explore things that, uh, that maybe other comics aren't doing. 
so yes, I'm always writing. What is it? It's got to be the most greatest feeling having the audience, the crowd react to a joke and laugh. Can you describe what that does to to you? Think of the best sex you've ever had, and it's better than that. You know, <laughs> if you if you get a standing O, it's just standing O is that standing orgasm? Well, they're they're one and the same. Yeah, <laughs> you get a standing O, you're having an orgasm at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. I'm not. It, I think I love what I do more now than I did when I started because I I'm doing it for different reasons. Uh, when I was young and I and I started doing it, I wanted to be famous and rich and yada yada yada. Uh, you know, the, like while those things are kind of cool and it would be nice if it happened, I'm just enjoying the art of what I do. You know, and it's it's there's that there's no motive attached to it. I just want to be a good comic. And, and mm-hmm. for that reason, I'm enjoying it more. And for that reason, I think I'm funnier now than I was, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Like we're saying, I mean, you've been such an inspiration with your story, but what you do at these shows, people that are coming there to get away from their everyday life stress, and, and, they, and they need a break, and they want to laugh. So you're giving them you, – you, you've probably seen the psychology, what laughing does to oh, the yeah. human body, yeah. the dorphins. So what you're providing to people is a gift. Well, I can't tell you how many times people have come up after a show and, and say, you know, uh, I lost a parent a couple of weeks ago, or I lost my job, and, and I just needed to get to feel better. And it, that really does make you feel, you know, like you're doing a, you're doing good work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we sometimes trivialize being comedians, but uh, uh, you, f- you forget that what we say you know man, man, makes a difference in somebody's life huge you know? huge impact yeah, yeah you don't realize what what someone's going there what type of release they need or yeah. distraction or what they're going it's through it's kind of cool how does it feel <laughs> to have talent recap note you and call you the best female comedian in america's got talent history <laughs> that's a little bit of hyperbole uh <laughs> i don't know i you know uh, i don't know i can't even speak to that that's you know, I'm going to put it on my website because it's good press, but uh, I don't know. I, I get embarrassed. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's my Catholic upbringing. It's just, you know, be ashamed of everything you do. Are you in a relationship right now? No. God, no. no single, ready to mingle? Uh, I'm single, not ready to mingle. I, I'm, you know, I, hold, I've been told I'm a catch. I am a cat, but I'm what are you good. looking for? What what what's what, what are you looking for in our I'm not looking for anything. I got a cat. That's that's enough of a relationship. That's it. Me. We're just friends, but yeah. I don't want to. You know, I'm at this age now. <clears throat> I had a I, go, I had a good cat joke there that I, that I decided <laughs> I'll let the comedian yeah, let tell the jokes. No, you know what it is. When you get to be my age, we're all set in our ways. And if I got involved with someone at this point, it would, it would just be the clash of the titans. You know. I want to do things a certain way. The other person wants to do things a certain way, and it wouldn't last. Plus, my lifestyle. You know, I'm I'm working weekends, uh, and they want they're going to want to do something on the weekend. So, I don't I don't, and you know, I'm not lonely. I just don't care about being with somebody at this point. That's your preference. Yeah, you do what you want to do. Yeah, damn right, man. You do what you want to do. That's right. <laughs> Talking with Julia Scotty. Comedian, she was on America's Got Talent, and since then she has a Showtime special coming out, a CD. She's on tour, performing on two different comedy tours right now. So, 
the woman look anyone that's maybe in the entertainment industry and think maybe is it too late is it too late for my big break when did you get when do you say you got your big break oh i this, you know this this uh, showtime thing uh, is it so you haven't I mean, even got it yet so well, the showtime's coming yeah i mean the america's got talent was a big break i can't say Certainly. that it wasn't you know and so maybe that was the start of it um but I've, you know this documentary in my life is coming out next year and uh, the Showtime thing's coming out, so mm -hmm. yeah, it's never too late. You know, it, it just it, you know, like, I've been doing this for forty years. <laughs> you have advice for uh, comedians that maybe are, are thinking about quitting, or or maybe thinking about getting in there, or want always wanted to do a set and they've never done it. What kind of advice do you have for for novice comedians? Um, well, if you really feel in your heart that that's what you want to do, or at least want to try and you know see people, then do it. You know, the, people go, well, I, don't, I hate you, know, I don't want to bomb. Well, everybody bombs. You're going to bomb when you go up the first time. But the good news is that even if you bomb in front of an audience, you're never going to see those people again. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They're not even going to remember your name. So just go do it and have fun. Good advice. Thanks. What other type of golden nuggets and wisdom can you share with our viewers here? Uh, I love I love some I love some wisdom something we could pass down to the viewers. I have absolutely nothing. Though you have no that. advice, nothing that they. Well, can... then give me a subject, maybe I can give you life. Advice. How to live life to the fullest? Oh yeah, live you, it life right. You take life by the balls and you yank and just do whatever your heart tells you to do. Speaking uh, of balls, you don't have those anymore. Oh God, I can't believe you asked me that question. You set yourself up for it. No, I didn't. I just mentioned you take life by the balls. I didn't talk about my balls. I don't have any balls. No. Cut them right off. Did you keep them? Oh God! Can did we you keep? Those? Did you keep? Yeah, them? I made earrings out of them. What the hell kind of question? Because I would want to like have those. Like I would no, want to have them on a mantle. Oh my God! Jeez, Louise! Oh no! 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 And let's move. What on. they sent them away to study? Yeah, they they flushed them down the toilet like a dead goldfish. I don't know what they did with them. <laughs> what the hell kind of question is that? You think the viewers and listeners are curious about this? I don't stuff. know. It's like like me asking you how big your dick is. I don't want to know. Please don't tell I'm me. A, I'm a grower, not I a shower. I don't want to hear it. I guess, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> let's let's ask me another question. Let's move on. We're yes. moving on with Julia Scotty here. You ready to play a fun game on our show that we play sure. with all our guests? Oh yeah. It's a very easy game, but you have to follow the rules. You have to listen. It's called Word for Word. I'm going to say a word, maybe someone's name, maybe an object. You have to say the first word that comes to your mind right off the bat. Okay. you got to be brutally honest. I did this in therapy. so Yeah, yeah so okay. no cheating, though. All right. And I'm going to grade you on this. Oh, okay. All right, so you understand the rules? Um, yes. All right, so we have Julia Scotty playing word for word on the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Producer, give me some of that game show music you always do. Yeah, I hear that. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right, here we go. Word for word with Julia Scotty. Say the first word that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Cat. Uh, dog. Uterus. None. Banana. Split. Howie Mandel. Uh, nice. Comedy. Love. Simon Cowell. Surprising. Heidi Klum. Cold. Nick Cannon. Nice. Mel B. Great. Evan Golden. I, wonderful. You've just completed your first game of word for word. <laughs> do I get to move to the next level? You did. Oh. You did. How was it? Were you nervous? Oh, no. It was fine. It was fine. You passed. I did? did? did you, were you honest, though? Were you saying everything? No, I was very honest. Yeah, no. I, uh, I'm surprised you said uh, he was cold. 
Heidi Klum. Yeah. So she Heidi was Klum. not a warm and fuzzy person. Really? Uh, yeah, she was. I don't think she liked me much anymore. Really? She doesn't, you know, with comedy, she's German, and, she, you know, I think it kind of lost something in translation for her. Uh, Mel B, on the other hand, was hot stuff. She was a pisser. She was a lot of fun. What about Simon? What was he like? Simon was surprisingly kind, and uh, I don't know. Were you attracted to him? You know, he's kind of hot. <clears throat> He is kind of. Hot. I, I figured that you had. I, I figured that you had uh, something for him. I. Why? Why would you think? I, that? I don't know. I just sensed that. I, f- I had those vibes. He's a sexy guy, you know. I, um, yeah, he's yeah. I, well, yeah, I do. I had more of a. I had more of a thing for Mel B, though. You know, I, I can. I'm. I'm sort of uh, unisexual. I will. I don't prefer one over the other. I, if somebody is nice and their personality is sexy i get who's like your celeb crush like if you if you could have one date with one celebrity one romantic date we're dancing we're we're drinking we're snuggling who are you picking Kristen wig yes yeah absolutely okay yeah she's funny Funny. yeah very funny beautiful uh, and beautiful yeah yeah absolutely Kristen wig yeah uh you want a male now too yeah go ahead let's do both Um, let's have some fun uh, george clooney uh for the obvious reasons I talk a lot about George Clooney in my act. What do you say about him? I, I talk. Well, I'd say you know I'd like I talk about presents. You know, when you get older, birthday presents suck. Except I want a life-size milk chocolate George Clooney that I could start eating in the middle. That's. <laughs> I am. I no show is complete without a George Clooney. I'll take reference. a bite of that. I have a sweet tooth yeah. myself. Yeah. Oh, you swing both ways, do you? I thought we were talking dessert and chocolate. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I, I start eating in the middle. No, I'm a trisexual. What does that mean? I'll try anything. Oh, for crying out loud! For crying out loud! <laughs> I mean, is it hard? Like, let, 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 I want to ask you like a serious topic because the transgender stuff right now is like obviously all over the news. Even what bathrooms to go to? Do you use a men's room or a woman's room? Use a woman's room. Use a complete because. You're hundred percent a woman. Well, that yes, absolutely. I mean, can you see? I actually, that's where the na- the title of the album came from, "Hello Boys, I'm Back," because there was a time a couple of years ago when we recorded it that North Carolina was trying to get. I me. was thinking that. Yeah, well, that's where the title came, and I and I used to talk about it in my act. I'm like, could you see me looking at me now? Can you see me using the men's room, like kicking open the door, going, "Hello, boys, I'm back," you know? <laughs> and so that's where the title came from. No, I, I'm, yeah, I used to, ladies, or no, men's room. You're not getting any hecklers on stage when you're performing, are you? No, I'm pretty, uh, I, you know what, I'm not mean to my audience. I really love my audience, so it doesn't really uh, elicit that kind of response from them. No, they're pretty cool. I love my I love my peeps, yeah. That's good. Man, yeah. look, you got some street credit. I do, I'm from Jersey, man. The Garden State. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's one garden left there. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen the gardens there. <clears throat> Actually, Jersey's a beautiful place. It's uh, people don't they only know what they see coming up the turnpike. But we got the shore. We got the mountains. Uh, we got coyotes now. Um, yeah. No, it's I love it's loving. I'm born and raised here. I'll die there. She's a Jersey girl for life, through and through. I yep. love that. Yeah. What's that mean to you to be a Jersey girl? Oh, what, what are Jersey? They're, they're, are they tough? Are they mean? Are they rude? They say what's on their they mind. Just don't they take harsh. any bullshit from anybody. I, you're not taking any from me. No, well, I'm sure. Tr- fuck you. That's what I say. Whoa. No, no, no. It's just you know, it's it's just an attitude. We we've been so um, we're stuck between Philadelphia and New York, and we've always been like, you know, the stepchild, uh, and you know, so we just like you know, don't don't screw with me, you know, and that's that's Jersey attitude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love I love my state. Hey, you gotta have you gotta have pride. I you do. Know, stick to your heritage, those roots. 
I'm Italian too. I mean, you are know, you? Oh my God! Do you yeah. cook it? Yeah, I do. That's a sexist question. Uh, Italian? I, I, it wasn't a woman or a man thing. It was oh, more okay. of an Italian thing. I do. I make a hell of a. a I, mar- I married an Italian because of their cooking skills. That was the only reason you married her. Yes. Well, I thought she had a big. I thought she had a big trust fund coming, but I was, I was wrong. I messed that up. So you're no longer married to her. Still married. I can't oh. get rid of her. You don't wear a ring now. Look what she makes me wear on the shirt. That's jersey, right? Yeah. That's not the middle finger. That's the engagement finger. Ah, look See? at that. See, I thought it was the middle finger. No, no. This but is you a... don't wear a ring now. How come? Uh, I don't like jewelry. I don't know. I like to be like naked and free. Nothing on my body. <laughs> Again, you know. My... Were you nervous to come on the show because of your physical attraction for me and towards me? You know, it was. I, 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 uh, I had to take a Xanax this morning. When you walked in the room, I went, oh, wow, what the hell is that? And uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I. You ever been with a trans woman? No, oh, I haven't. I would rock your world, man. Really? Oh, yeah. I had what you have. So you know, see, so I knew you where all the, the good experience. places are. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not fair. You know, you have all the inside secrets and tips. I do. And you know, I, whenever men get icked out about it, you know, I tell them that, and they just go, "Hmm, interesting." When you had your surgeries, is it different then than now? Are they, are they doing different things, or has the technology advanced? Do you have to have any updates? Are we good? <laughs> yeah, I, get, I have to get a download every six months, yeah. <laughs> does it grow back? No, it doesn't. What the hell kind of questions are these? I have done hundreds of interviews. I've never had somebody ask me that. The only on the Talk Golden Me video podcast. Oh. So you think I'm like every other show? Apparently not. That you're in a lawyer's office and the you know, <laughs> and so we're this, talking. Is that so I can go outside and sue you after the show? You, you signed all the paperwork before you came yeah. on here, right? Uh huh. So penises do not grow back. Uh, not to my knowledge. No, or it hasn't grown back yet. No, no. Uh, and hopefully, uh, no. Having this vagina is it everything you ever thought and you imagined, though? Oh, I kind of want to talk about my. Va- we're back to my vagina again. I'm so just intrigued. Yeah. Why by are you it. obsessed? I want to. I want to see. I want to see the before and after. Like, yeah. I just. I'm so intrigued by it. Uh, it's the Scorpio in me. My parents went to Woodstock. We're hippies. Well, did you ever see your mother's vagina? Is it look like? It, a, I mean, after you came out of very, it, very, very bushy back then, though. So oh, I never saw. I saw oh. the hair. Okay, you are really, you really are demented. You, I, I am. I know. It, I, I don't want to talk about my vagina. <laughs> me either. Okay, but you have one. And I, I love vaginas. I'm glad all men love vaginas. They, they, you know, they like they like looking at them. They like touching them. They like talking to them. They like it when one vagina touches another vagina. They're vagina crazy. They just don't want one. You know that's called scissoring, by the way. Yes, I know what it's called. Oh, you knew that? Yes. How do you know all this stuff? Well, I'm 67 years old. Do you think I haven't lived? I didn't think you knew all the slang oh, for and Christ all this sakes. stuff. Yeah, you're, yeah. I've been. Believe me, I've done a lot that you wouldn't. That I don't talk about, and I'm not going to talk about what? it here. You have to share on no, my I show. No, I have to share shit. I want you to open yeah. everything. <laughs> you are open. one sexist bastard. You I want you to open up. No, I'm not opening up. Would you make out with me on our show? No. French kiss? No. Bo- I don't like men. Booby grab? No. So that, that's the th- part I'm confused about. So you don't like men, but women date men, and you became a woman. That's uh, that's what I'm trying to understand. Okay, I'll, that I will answer. Thank you, thank because, you. Because uh, gender identity and sexual identity are two completely different things. Educate me. All right, um, I I was attracted to women before, and that hasn't changed. Um, you know, however, if Sam Elliott walked in the room, all bets are off. You know, uh, but yeah, so for the most part, I'm still attracted to women. Uh huh. 
Does that clear it up for you? Yeah. So I, I no, because I didn't realize there's identity and preference. Yeah, they're two completely different things. A lot of people get them confused. I, I did get that confused. Yeah, a lot of I apologize. Oh, no. Have I said anything that's offended you yeah, on our show? Everything you've said is offensive. It's, I've never been so offended in my life. I, I feel bad. I don't want to offend you. I'm a fan of yours. No, I, I, I don't mind answering questions. I just, you know, when you start talking about my private parts and what they look like, um, you know. Well, you didn't show me. No, and I never will. I, you know, no. You're first, no. I don't show them to anybody. We have a lot of cute women in the studio here, though, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's adorable over there. That's <laughs> Josephina. Julia Scotty in the house. Hopefully I didn't lose her as a friend after being on our show. No, you so never I'm had nervous. me as a friend in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's a good one. See, okay. that's a good one. Right. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. Is, is Can you train someone to be funny? Can you like practice to be funny or it just has to come natural to people? Uh, like, I think you got to have what we call funny bones. Mm -hmm. uh, you can learn. You can, you can sort of learn how to tell a joke and, you, you know, you can learn how to perform but i think if you're i think being intrinsically funny uh, is something you're born with i do uh, not that you know you couldn't sorry not that you couldn't do stand up as dull and as unfunny as you are <laughs> oh oh and right for the i could take it though no, i deserve it I, i'm sure beat, you beat me up i've, heard, me up a little I've bit. heard you can take it oh. <laughs> no i'm just kidding um you're still so naughty though you sound like Simon now. That's what Simon said. Did he? He said to me, he said, because I dropped the S-bomb on the show. And he was like, Julia, you're so naughty. See, we, me and Simon both sensed that That's and right. felt it. Yeah. It's the truth. So, you know, be proud of being naughty. I am proud I'd of rather it. you be naughty. I am proud of it. I'm proud of who I am and what I am. Yeah. 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 No. What else do you want to accomplish on planet Earth? Oh. Uh, that's a good question. I... I my first good one of the interview. It is, absolutely. I want to help kids. Uh, uh, you know, as it, when I was a teacher, I was always sort of drawn to the kids who had uh, issues and problems. Because I, I grew up in a bad environment, too. So, uh, and, I, and I want to do something to help trans kids especially. Because, they, like I said, that suicide rate is up in 40%, 41% attempt rate. And it's, that's just... That's alarming. Well, when you think about it nationally, the entire suicide attempt rate for everyone is something like 0.2%. And these kids are, you know, a lot of them are getting thrown out of their houses by their parents. A lot of them have to turn to, to um, uh, becoming sex workers. And they're out on the streets and they're, you know, they get, it's, a, it's just a downhill uh, spiral. And so I'd like to do something to help them. Know, before I go, before I check out of here. That's a great cause. That's nice. It is. I mean, I try to do, you know, I do benefits when asked. I go speak. Um, yeah, I see you do a lot of motivational speaking. What's the, um, what's the, this, the stroke of the pen? What's that? Your, oh, your I had, uh, I had a, a blog site uh, okay. called Julie Scotty Inside and Out, and I, you can find it on um, Blogspot. And I, I, I neglect, I've been neglectful of it for the past year or two, but every you're, now and then. You're a I'm busy going. woman. Yeah, well, every now and then I'll put a new one up. Um, so that's that's what that is. And I, and I, you know, I've worked on, I've written a book, I've written pilots, you know. So I'm always writing. I can't stop writing. 
Well, that's uh, that was the, the teacher in you. A lot of people didn't know that when you, you took a break from comedy and what your transition, you, you stepped away and you became a teacher. I was going to get out altogether. That was my goal. I, uh, I hit like 50 and, you know, it just wasn't happening comedically. And I, you know, I went back to college. I finished, I, I graduated uh, and I became a teacher. And then, you know, comics are funny. They don't handle authority figures very well. So after seven years of teaching, I just decided it wasn't for me. And I had a chance luncheon with a friend of mine, a comedian named Chris Rich. And she, you know, we went out for lunch and she, she said to me, when are you coming back to comedy? This was 2011. Like, I'm never coming back. I'm, you know, I'm 60 years old and, you know, I'm not coming back. She, and she said, you know, you can't get out. And it's true. Comedy's like the Hotel California. You know, you can, you can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. And uh, I went back one night to a club I had worked. Uh, and got on stage, and it was like somebody, like like a junkie. I mean, you know, tie me off, shoot me up. I was hooked again, and I've been back ever since. So. Don't stop. Don't stop. No, at this point, now I can't. No. Julia Scotty, we have the Showtime special coming out, Woman of a Certain Age. Mm-hmm. The CD's out now. Mm-hmm. America's Got Talent still getting a million plays on YouTube, your segment. You're on tour doing your comedy. That's still not enough. Now you have a documentary coming out. Was it? Is it about your life, comedy, yeah, and, and, yeah. and the transition, everything? Uh, yeah, I, when I, I was up in Nantucket, uh, I think it was before AGT, and uh, um, I, it, I had done a show up there, and after the show I met this woman named Susan Sandler, and she is a, uh, you may know she, her work, She this movie called uh, Crossing to Lancy, uh, it was a big movie, she wrote it, she, and she's a professor at NYU Film School, uh, she teaches screenwriting. And she approached me about doing a, a documentary on my life. And personally, I don't think my life was that interesting, but apparently she thought it was. And that was four years ago, and she's been working on it uh, for that long. And it's just about ready. And I know we're, she started to submit to film festivals. Uh, so by next year... It's it, already all filmed? It's about 99% complete, yeah. She's just doing post-production. I'll now, have to send them some of these clips to <coughs> edit in there. Yeah, send to this. <laughs> but I've seen I've seen the rough cut of it, and it's uh, it's really she did a great job, you know. So we're hoping that also generates some buzz too. That'll be exciting. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, just it, so timely right now. It is. I mean, you know, she's kind of um, anxious to get it out there too because it's uh, more and more trans folks are coming out, and you're, you know they're showing up on on you know TV and, and not in movies so much, and not. Not in sitcoms, you know, and that's another thing too. I'm hope you asked what I hope to accomplish. I want to make make it possible for more trans folks to be, uh, you know, in I think you're opening up the doors for what you're doing on America's Got Talent for 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 them to have you on a show like that, which is kind of a family show. Yeah, and yeah. to have your story be shared, I, I think that we've we've taken major major leaps. I I could be wrong, but I think I was the first trans person ever to appear on that show or really on uh primetime television you know uh in that in that kind of role and so that was big for me too and i was kind of proud of that uh it's every every wall you break down it's all it's all about little victories you know it's not the one big giant victory it's just breaking taking another stone out of the wall and, and and you know busting through so yeah i'm i'm happy i am happy yep well, Simon Cowell said that you are a pure joy, or I think Howie Mandel might have said that. 
Um, I think, yeah, I think Simon said that too. And Simon said that you genuinely are a funny woman and made him laugh. So when you're talking a guy that has seen so much talent and for him to give praise, that's got to be pretty, pretty, uh, that's a good pat on the back right there. I remember looking out, people have asked me, you know, because you can't see them. The you lights are in there. Well, you can see the, 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 the judges there. You can't see much back, back, back in the audience. But I remember looking over and I saw him laughing and I was like, Oh, good. You know, that's that's all I really cared about. I didn't want him ripping me up, you know. Uh, and he was laughing so hard. Life was good after that. That's great. Is it sometimes annoying yeah. when you're like, if you're hanging out with friends and they're like, you know, make us laugh, Julia. Come on, say something funny. People do that to you as a com- sometimes comedian? they do. You know, people who have no class. You know, like you, you know, you just did. <laughs> like I just did. Yeah. Well, I just tell you want you want me to make you laugh. Give me money. That's what I do. You know, just, <laughs> and that shuts them up. Say, know? I could be a magician. I could show you how to make it disappear. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you do stand up? Should I? No. 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 <laughs> Leave it in the hands of professional. No, I was just curious. You don't see any signs of maybe no, potential. None whatsoever. No. I no. I see people. Uh, you know, walking out on you. That's... Really? No, not really. You can you should try it if you, has it ever interested you. It has. Have you ever, did, you know, thought about going to an open mic and trying it? I've thought about it. Well, what's stopping you? I have, I have nothing funny to say. Well, I can testify to that, but you really have to. <laughs> <laughs> you you really have to just. Who knew Julia Scotty was so brutally honest? I, oh well, that's my middle name. You're just character assassinating me. No, no, I only I only assassinate the people I like. Good, that's what I say too. Yeah, thank you for admitting that you do like me. I like you on a superficial level. Yeah, I, I, you're getting there. I don't know uh, if I'd go to your house for a barbecue, but I, I you know. <laughs> No, I like you, Evan. You I, do. If you need that kind of approval. Well, I want you to like me. I do like you. I want you to have a crush on me, actually. No, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I'm metrosexual, though. I know, but I, I, I just, you're not my type. What? You're not. You're not my type. My mom told me any woman that doesn't like me is a lesbian. Well, I am. I am. So you, your mom <laughs> was right. There you go. I'm like, although being trans, I, you know, like uh, lesbians don't, hardcore lesbians don't want to date me because they still look at me as a man. I, I'm um for the lesbian curious. I'm 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 sort of a starter lesbian. So if you wanna see if you like being a lesbian, I'm the one you should be with. Have you like went on a date with someone and didn't tell them? I would never do that. You would tell them before. Oh yeah, because that's how you get killed. They, yeah. Yeah. They, no, I would never do that. I would never ever do that. Uh, you know, they 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 deserve to know that. You know, and uh, again, I don't want to be killed on a date. We're just like. I, I know you put your pants on the same way. Yeah, I mean, we've been around for thousands of years. I've mean, probably been, yeah. Archaeologists have found cave paintings of trans people. Really? Oh, my God. And they know they can identify the trans folks because they're the ones walking around the cave trying to figure out which bathroom they're allowed to use. <laughs> Is it the one with the blue woolly mammoth or the pink woolly mammoth on it? That's Julia Scotty. Always could throw in a joke for me. I love that. You're so, you so you know you owe me lunch after this. What do you want? We're doing pastrami. Yeah. You know what? I haven't. I can't have pastrami. I, what do you not? Because I had, we're in Boca. I know, but I had open heart surgery you know, earlier. But what do you want? Salad? Not really. I'd rather have pastrami. with some French what's fries? Latkes? No, latkes. Latkes. Oh, it's a good place for latkes. Yeah. Right? Come on, I'm I'm a Jew out here. You think I don't know the best delis around here? All right. Well, you want to take me? Uh, Only if you say it's a date on our show. <sighs> It's a, it's a it's a friendly date, sure. It's a, 
It's a I'm winning over Julia Scotty. I'm a flirt. I can't I'm, help it. I'm a whore. I would go out with him just for a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm a food whore. I am. You, I would like to know what this experience was like for you coming on the Talk Golden to Me show. Well, let's see. How can I describe it? It, it was at times, it was the best of times. It was mostly the worst of times. <laughs> there, was a, there were good days and there were days like this. You know, it, um, no, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad. You're, you're all bluster. You really are. You're just like a big, soft marshmallow center. That's what you are. Are you calling me fat? No, I'm not calling you fat. I'm sweet. Saying, Call me sweet. Yeah, you, are, sweet. you have a certain sweetness about you in your own demented way. And, you know. A lot of people, but a lot of people have called me demented. You are. You're totally demented. I mean, if I, if you didn't have the show, you would probably be on a street corner scaring people. Uh, you know, with the hat and the, you know. And I'm a voice of the community. We have questions. Which community? The, the the world. Oh oh, you're oh you're a global citizen. I'm a global citizen. <laughs> okay. Well, I I, I want to be a global citizen. Okay. I feel like I have to have like good posture when I say that. Yeah. I want to be a global citizen. Well, I am a global citizen. Do you support Do you support the green movement? Of course, I'm a hippie. Peace, love, and happiness. Save the trees. Save the oceans. Okay, good. Well, then you're a global There's citizen. No, you're not gonna see any straws here. No, I don't. No, I no see straws. It. I see a lot of plastic, though. They were plastic. All right. Uh, and this picture behind us is uh, is fascinating. What's your one joke you always drop in every one of your... Do you have, like, one that you always kind of drop, like, uh, your signature, or is it different every show? No, I, uh, I have a closing bit, but, it, you know, I'm not going to do it here. No. It's ruining it. Yeah, we're not doing yeah no, I, I have a closing bit, uh, and I try to... I try to rotate it every couple of years, come up with a new one because this one is just so good I can't I can't let it go yet. But I am writing, you know, I wrote a whole bunch of new stuff for this special, and um, you know I'm working on a second album. So that that's the hard part of stand up is like to come up with another hour. Honestly, and all jokes aside, we did have a lot of jokes here today and fool around a lot. But you're a courageous, you're a brave human being. And I think you're an inspiration to a lot, a lot of people. And, well, and, and you've you. changed a lot of lights. You, you've touched hearts. You've changed lives. And you're bringing joy to this world. And, and I think that's a true gift. So Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's the truth. Well, you're always welcome to come out to a show. I plan on it. I can't wait to see you live. So I'm, I'm going to be watching you on the Showtime show. Make sure all our viewers tune in. Go right to her website, juliascotty.com, so you can see when her Showtime special is going to be broadcasting download her uh, cd as well which is welcome back boys here i am no. right hello boys i'm back hello boys i'm back yes and then she also is touring all around the world right now so get on that and um you jump on the train now if you haven't seen her on america's got talent check out that video as well it went viral all over youtube simon and how he just fell in love with her and they just never seen anything like it so nothing there's nothing like you there's you're one of a like kind it. i am i am Viewers and listeners, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast. We appreciate your time for listening. Of course, subscribe, share, like, follow Julia Scotty on all her social media. She appreciates that as well. And let's promote her. She, she's a wonderful human being, so talented, so funny, and such a true inspiration. So, viewers, till next time, your boy Golden TV is out of here. See ya. Julia, give my kiss goodbye. Mm. <laughs>